Welcome back to the City Rev Life podcast. I'm Josh, and I'm joined here with Pastor Roby, and we're going to be discussing or continuing the discussion on determining God's will in your life or how to know God's will. And for this episode particularly, we're going to be talking about the role that prayer plays in that, I guess you could call decision-making process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I think when there's a decision that someone has in their life, they're wanting to honor God with that. They're trying to discern what is the Lord's will? What direction do I go? And, you know, a lot of times Christians say, um, well, I need to pray about it. Pray about it. Yeah, pray about it. It's like a cop-out answer, though. It's (laughs) like they ask you something, you don't really want to do it. So you say, yeah, yeah, I'm going to pray about it. That's that's (laughs) the Christian answer, right? Yes. So um, beyond it being a cop-out, you know, what actually (laughs) is the, the role of prayer? I think we know that, like, I think we know that prayer is supposed to be part of the decision-making process, but like what in the world do we do? And I had that Christian leader not long ago ask me, um, they came to me just a, 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 from our church and they're saying, hey, and I, and I th- thought this was such a great question. You know, I've got a big decision. I'm praying about it, but what's supposed to happen yeah. in the prayer time? How do I get the confirmation? Do yeah. I hear a voice audibly come back to me and say, hey, this is the right way to go? Yes. Do I just keep praying until I get that, that voice yes. or should I be expecting a dream or an angel does or the Bible whatever? open itself up to the spot? Exactly. Of, you know, the passage that's going to determine the exact answer that I need. Exactly. And so the idea of this episode is when there's a decision to be made, what does that time of prayer look like beyond hmm. Lord, I don't know what to do. Tell me what to do. Like beyond that, what do we do in that prayer time to help us discern and and hmm. get directed from the Lord, directed by the Holy Spirit, and to, to answer those prayers. And then also a, a part of that is a lot of the other thing that we talk about as Christians often is um, I, I have a piece about it or I don't have hmm. a piece about it. Yeah. What does that mean? Because that's tied into that whole uh, prayer component. So uh, hmm. a lot to cover here that's in this good. in this episode. So why don't you go ahead and kick us off? I know you have a couple things sure. that we should be seeking from the Lord in that prayer time. Yeah. Something that we should be uh, maybe asking God for when we're praying for uh, that specific question that's come up or that specific direction we're seeking God in. Yeah. So I think when we're praying in a decision, I think there's three components. There's probably more, but just for the purpose of, our, of this episode, there's three components that we're, we're wanting. We're asking the part of it is just when we flat out ask for wisdom from the Lord, hmm. I think that is a demonstration of faith. So there's part of it is asking for wisdom. Another part of it's going to be confession. That's number two. Hmm. And then the third part is listening. And so we're going to develop those just kind of in an overview. There's probably a lot more we can talk about on all those. There, there certainly is. But just as an overview, um, let's just start with the first one. There's something powerful when we just straight ask the Lord for wisdom. Like there's hmm. something powerful when we slow down the decision, we stop and we take time and give time and space to ask the Lord for wisdom, not mm. just in an obligatory way, not just in, you know, um, wh- while I'm commuting kind of way, unless that's time that's really set aside. And we mm. don't all, sometimes we have to make quick decisions and we can't, we don't have time to ask the Lord. I think in the beginning of the book of Nehemiah, Nehemiah gets put on the spot and he needs wisdom right there. And it says just kind of in the, he says in the back of my mind, I just pray to the Lord. And so, Mm. yes, that can be done on the spot, but there's something about the faith that is, is uh, demonstrated and modeled when we slow down to say, Lord, 
I'm asking that you would give me wisdom. And then we give space for the Lord to answer that. In fact, in the book of James, it talks about if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask the Lord who will give that wisdom. Mm. And so I, I think a key part of, of praying about a decision is just simply slowing down to demonstrate the submission to wow. and the um, and the surrender and the faith to the Lord to say, I'm honoring you. I'm slowing down, Lord. I, I'm asking that you would give me wisdom. And then moving forward in faith that as you go through the decision-making process, he's going to give you wisdom. That's so good. I, I think also what a humble posture that is. Yeah. It's admitting to God and yourself, I don't know everything. Yeah. I, and I need some kind of external force to come in here and, and give me that wisdom that I, I need in yeah. order to make that wise decision. Yeah, there's a there's a part in in the story of Joshua in the book of Joshua where there is called the Gibeonite uh, deception. And there's mm. this point where Joshua makes a bad decision to and they deceive Joshua. Mm. And it says the way that they deceive Joshua is they did not stop and seek the Lord oh, wow. about about what to do there. That's and good. so there's just something about stopping, honoring the Lord, giving space for the Holy Spirit to, to speak, asking for wisdom and waiting in faith for him to give that wisdom. That's really good. So the first one is wisdom. Wisdom. And we're talking about the role that prayer plays in this decision-making process or seeking mm -hmm. God's will. The first one's wisdom. And the second one you said is confession. Yeah. And this is usually, we don't think about confession with decision-making, mm -hmm. but there's a really important correlation between confession, which is like bringing our, our sins before the Lord or Hmm. Uh, opening ourselves up, asking the Lord. I think of that Psalm, I think it's 139, search me, O Lord, and know my heart, where you just invite the Lord to reveal things in your heart. Hmm. There's just there's a there's an important correlation between confession and giving the Lord space to speak in that place and decision making, because a lot of it we want to test ourselves to see if there is something influencing us, something tinting our perspective something that is uh, maybe tempting us, something that is maybe a, a sinful motive in that. The decision itself may not be like right or wrong, but there may be something sinful that is moving us to make a bad decision. And so like mm. giving that space for confession helps us to really uh, test ourselves and let the Holy Spirit kind of speak into that that space. That's good. It reminds me of what we talked about previously in the first episode of this series, mm -hmm. how to determine God's will, how to know God's will, where we talked about the window pane yeah. and how it can be tinted. And a lot of times we have to put it to test yep. to figure out if that's actually something that's black and white or something that we need to really seek the Lord on, or is it something that's very clearly not what God would have us do? Yeah, absolutely. So and, shameless plug into check out the first two parts of this <laughs> yeah. podcast series here. Yeah, there decisions. There are some that are crystal clear, like the Bible says, don't do this and do this. Okay, those are those are clear. There are some things that are translucent. They're not that black and white. We have to seek the Lord. What we don't want is it to be tinted. We don't want our, our selfish motivations and inclinations tinting a decision. And so the confession piece is where we really test ourselves. Yeah, I think of Romans 12, 12 chapter, uh, chapter 12, verse 2, where he says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, 
that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. I think he's speaking exactly to what we're talking about here, yeah. where we're, we're called to test and to discern the will of God. That is good, acceptable, and perfect. And the word test there uh, is can be defined as uh, making a critical examination of something to determine genuineness, such as metals by fire. So I think of like how we can test mm. the purity of something, you know, precious metals, precious mm. stones. We can test the purity of it. Um, you know, we, we go to Publix and we'll test the ripeness of a banana, right? Yeah. Usually you can just tell by your the eye, the eye test, right? Yes. Is it green? Is it yellow? But then sometimes there's those fruit, those other fruits that you need to see how how hard it like is. Like an avocado. You can't, if it's a hard avocado, you can't go make guacamole with that. It's got to be soft. Right. You know? So you put it to the test. Yeah. And I think what Paul here and is saying in the letter to the Romans is, hey, you got to test so that way you can discern yep. the will of God. Well, how do you put it to the test? Well, he says it right before at the beginning of that verse. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Yep. And so it's the renewing of our mind that will put to test things as we're trying to discern yep. what the, the will of God, of, of God is. Well, how do we renew our minds? It's through prayer. Yeah. It's through that time with the Lord. It's through reading the scriptures. We're, as we're spending time with him, yep. that, that quiet time with him, we are actively renewing our mind. Yeah. And so it's almost like we're developing this natural tests in our mind. So when we we come across decisions, sometimes there'll be things where we just get this sense in which that's God's mm. will for me because yeah. God has been actively already renewing our mind. I think that's right on target and I think this is a that's the perfect verse because it says don't be conformed to this world. And mm. I think our default mode is just making decisions like everyone around us would make. You know, I think that's so often what not that that's what everyone does, but that's so often the default mode. And so we've got to purify our minds, especially in these moments of of big decisions that we're we're wanting to pray through. Yeah. And so um a, a key thing is in this confession are those parts of ourselves that sometimes scream so loudly, we can't hear the whisper of the Lord. Mm. And so, for example, here's just a few, I'm gonna list five here, um, comfort. Sometimes the bottom line is we'll just make a decision because it's the more comfortable decision. Yeah. Or, or it's just, it's a more comfortable path or it's gonna ultimately lead towards comfort. And sometimes we can get in a mode where we're looking, where we're, where we don't want to do the hard thing, or we don't want to do the scary thing. We want to operate out of security, and so sometimes a decision can seem so right, but it's tinted, tinted, not not with hearing from the Lord, but it's tinted with the desire for comfort, security, safety, mm. instead of following the Lord. So comfort, we want to bring that before the Lord. Am I just operating out of comfort? Sometimes it's out of ego. Mm. Ego can, uh, of course, I'm going to take this promotion. Of course, I'm going to make this this career decision. Of course, I'm going to say yes to that. And a lot of times it would be unthinkable to say no to that. It seems like such an obvious decision, but really what's driving it is ego. It's, well, we'll think about the optics of that decision. If I make that decision, yeah. how will I look if I go one way versus another? Exactly. How, how will I look if I make it? How will I look if I, if I don't go with it? And I yeah. think 
ego sometimes, whether it's for pride, it's for popularity, it's for prominence, it's for recognition. I think we can so often make a decision out of ego and we want to put that aside in prayer mm -hmm. and, and, and ask the Lord to see, to, to bring to light and test us whether we're making that decision based on ego. So comfort, ego, materialism. Sometimes we just simply make the decision like, well, of course I'm going to say yes to this. Uh, I'll make more money. Of course I'm going to say yes to this. I'll get this in my life. But we know, we know that more <laughs> money and more stuff, we know this biblically, we know this just anecdotally looking around through our life and seeing, yep. seeing how this works. We know that more money and more stuff does not bring more happiness and more peace. It almost always brings the opposite or it can bring the opposite. So we don't want to make a, a decision out of materialism. We don't want to make a decision out of lust. We don't want to make a relationship decision out of lust. Lust can be such a powerful uh, part of our lives. And we can, if we're not checking that, someone can make a relationship decision that's not out of wisdom. It's not hearing from the Lord. It's out of lust. It, it can be, well, yeah, I know that you know, this person doesn't have the same, they don't have the same spiritual beliefs that I do, but you know, I just, I, I really love them. I really care about them. And it's like, well, if you're really hearing for the Lord, you want to bring um, lust before the Lord. Yeah, that's so good. Last one I'd say, so comfort, ego, materialism, lust, control. Sometimes we just make a decision based on what gives us more control. We want to avoid feeling uh, out of control. We want to avoid the unknown. We want what's predictable. We want what we can control. And a lot of times we just make decisions. These are all things that scream so loudly. A decision can seem so clear, so obvious, but it's really tinted. And so taking time to pray, asking for his wisdom, but then confessing and letting him test us and renew our mind and making sure the decision is not being made out of comfort, ego, materialism, lust, control, just to name a few of the big ones is so important. That's so good. And so testing yourself, basically testing what's going on in your heart as you're seeking to make a God honoring decision. Is this, is, is my ego driving this decision? Is my materialist, my materialistic, uh, focus driving that decision? Comfort, all those things are great. So it's wisdom, stop, slow down, seek God for mm -hmm. wisdom. Secondly, confession, uh, examine your own heart, put it to the test. What is God's will? Mm -hmm. So you can determine what is good, acceptable, and perfect. And then lastly, you said it was listening. Listening. And this one is something that um, is a legitimate part of prayer where sometimes we just set aside seasons of time and we wait. And we wait on the Lord. We wait for how the Lord wants to speak. Mm -hmm. And this is, again, not waiting for an audible voice, although if God wants to do that, he can. We're not waiting for a sign necessarily. We're not waiting for, um, you know, we're not, we're not waiting for some miraculous thing to be written in the sky or an angel to appear. We're just waiting on the Lord. And this kind of listening can come through Mm -hmm. um, a passage of scripture. I mean, many times I'm sure you felt this way as you're, uh, as you're teaching and preaching, I felt as I'm teaching and preaching, someone will say, I can't believe my family, my wife and I, my husband and I were working on this decision. And then you're preaching on this. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, that's how the Lord works is, or maybe someone you learn that someone in your small group just walked through that or, or another godly Christian gives you advice or a passage that's the next passage in your devotions or, you know, sometimes through the scripture, through advice, through teaching of the word, through things like that, the Lord just speaks. Yeah. And I think those are, those are the ways that, um, or sometimes you just 
all of a sudden things kind of just become clear in your mind. And the Lord just through that time of waiting on the Lord and kind of listening, you, you just get us, you, you can, he brings clarity to that decision. And so yeah. I, I don't want to push back. I don't want to go so much into um, what we say to the Lord without also talking about giving space giving time for the Lord to speak. And so if you're like, look, I don't know how to do listening prayer. I'm too active of a person. If you've got a big decision, maybe set aside some time and just go for a prayer walk, walk around your neighborhood and just, just pray and just wait and just listen. Maybe turn on some worship music, mm. just take a, a quiet posture before the Lord, or just maintain that posture for a season of a few days or a week or however long you have to make the decision. And just give that space and take a posture of listening and wait to see how he wants to communicate that to you. That's really good. It's it's almost like your your willingness to stop and listen and your the patience you show in that season will oftentimes determine what your motives truly are. Sure. Like maybe if you're you're operating out of comfort or your ego or your desires, you you might be a little bit more aggressive in trying to find an answer and, and you might just be saying, I'm seeking God's will on it to feel better about yourself. Yeah. And I'm speaking from experience there yeah. where I'll say, yeah, I'm just, I'm seeking God's will. And, and, uh, you know, he should be answering within the hour here, you know, and you just kind of go after what you want to do and you just, you claim that you sought God's will and you feel yeah. better about it. But, you know, the stopping and listening and, God has his reasons. Sometimes it, it might be weeks before you get an answer. It might sure. be months. And, and he has his purpose behind that. And our willingness to stop and listen says a lot about our eagerness to truly follow his will. Yeah. Um, and so that's, that's great. So listening, that's wisdom, confession, listening. Um, we mentioned at the beginning here, yeah. determining a piece about uh, knowing this is God's will. Yeah. And I think this is a good place to kind of wrap up here because a lot of times uh, um, I've heard Christians say, I don't have a piece about it. And uh, this is tricky and it can be deceptive. And we have an, a tremendous capacity to self-deceive. Mm. Um, what do we mean by a piece about it? Um, we don't mean I'm going to wait till the decision's comfortable. Mm. There's a lot of moments in the Bible where the believers following Jesus and following or following God did not have a peace about it. Yeah. Moses did not have a peace about going from I that. I think sense. he liked the answer he got. Yeah. He's not <laughs> like, well, now I feel comfortable about going before Pharaoh. I mean, even Christ, I mean, in the, in the garden of Gethsemane, you know, he's, mm. he's deeply moved and urgent in his prayers and he's sweating big drops of blood before God asking that God would take the cup from him. But he had a piece. So it's not an emotional piece. Sometimes he provides that. But it's almost an internal rest that this is the decision, despite how I feel about it. And so there are times that when we say, I have a piece about it, what we're saying is, this is the most comfortable decision. And I've heard Christians use that phrase, I have a piece about it, to justify things that are clearly black and white, not God's will, according to the scripture. Hmm. And so we're not looking for like, cause we can also rationalize sin that we want to do. I have a piece about doing the sinful activity. Well, maybe it's just a hardened heart. You know, that, that might not be a piece is when you feel at rest, <clears throat> you feel at rest that of what the Lord is, is calling you to do. And you may be dealing with anxiety in the midst of it, but you're at rest. And so what I would say is, as you're working through this decision of, is this God's will? Sometimes I get to a place where I'm like, Lord, I, I've, I've given you space. I've sought wisdom. I've confessed sin as much as I could. 
I've uh, I've sought counsel. I've 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 heard scripture. I've waited and listened. And sometimes I've said to the Lord, Lord, I as best as I can discern, I believe this is what you're calling me to do. Mm. If I'm about to make the wrong decision, Lord, please please stop me. And I think when you're searching for that assurance that this is the right path, a lot of times that's a helpful prayer as you're about to make a decision. That's good. It's basically an act of faith at that point that we're yes. going to con- just, all right, God, this is what I believe you're saying. I'm just going to take some steps in that direction. Please correct me if I am walking in the wrong direction here, but I'm just going to do it. And that's it's an act of faith. you know. And sometimes too, like I think back to Moses, the answers he got, he didn't just not like, but it was overwhelming. He didn't understand how it could possibly be what God was telling him. And I think that we experience that in our own lives too, that God will answer the question or give us a direction and we'll be like, whoa, how... How is that even possible? How's that going to play out? I, that doesn't, I can't fathom that right now in my own, my own 3D version of this or my own model in my mind that I've created. And that's how God works. And sometimes he'll give us something that he's going to allow to unfold over the years to come. And we get to walk in faith and watch it play out in our lives. So thanks for joining us in the third episode of How to Find God's Will in Your Life. Be sure to check us out next week on the City Rev Life podcast. See you guys then. Thank you for joining us on City Rev Life. You can subscribe to this podcast, rate and review wherever you're listening to this. And we love it when you share it with your friends on social media. For more videos and content, go ahead and check us out at cityrev.org slash podcast or download our City Rev Church app. Have a great day.